0: Welcome to the $100 MBA show, business advice you can count on with our practical business lessons. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar home. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started back in 2014. And today's episode is Q&A Wednesday. On Q&A Wednesdays, we answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you got a question you want to ask, go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question is from Barron, and Barron asks... I see a lot of creators and coaches building in public on Twitter, on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. This looks like an interesting marketing strategy. Should I build in public? Thanks for the question, Baron. Building in public has become a very popular trend for the last few years. In fact, I would say for the last decade, this is a movement that has been growing on social media. This is when creators, coaches, business owners share the journey of building their business publicly. They share their wins, their failures, their revenue, even their costs, their pivots, their changes, all kinds of stuff. It's a strategy to pull back the current and invite their audience to learn more about them and how they're building their business. Theoretically, it sounds like a great idea, but are there things you need to consider Are there downsides? Are there things that could potentially be a headache for your business? Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Generally, sharing your journey on social media is a good idea, but I probably have an opinion that is not popular, and I'm one to say building a public is not for everybody and every business. Being in an open book about your business is not the smartest idea, especially if you're in a highly competitive space where you don't have unstoppable, unique selling proposition. This kind of works for course creators and coaches because they're unique because they're themselves. They have their unique brand. But you're selling a product, a service, a software that's in a crowded market. You're basically opening up your playbook to the world so they can copy it, so they can know what you're doing. You don't really have much of an advantage. I know a lot of creators that built in public for years. They started a software company, for example, And they still kind of share the journey, but they don't share as much as they used to because, yep, they're in a competitive space. Also, when you build in public, you're sharing your numbers, your finances. And in the beginning, this could be really inspiring to your audience as you're showing them how you're growing and improving. But at some point, it's less inspiration and education, and it's really just flat-ass showing off. You might disagree with it, and that's fine. That's totally fine. But ask yourself this question, at what point is this is actually going to be applicable for most people that are following you. These numbers that you're sharing at some point are just going to be so astronomical, it might even be intimidating to your audience. I also want to share another argument. Sometimes building a public is not the best idea, especially when you're trying to create something of high value. You want to kind of keep the cards close to your chest, and when you show it to the world, you want to show it in its full glory. This is obviously not the first iteration or when you're validating an idea or when you're first starting out. But when you're perfecting a product, a service, and you want to unveil it, you want to launch it, you want to do it without having to show all the flaws along the way. We're all going to have bumps along the way. And if you're being truly honest about building in public, you're going to have to show that. And that can kind of detract from your ability to market the product in some way. Because not everybody who's watching you in public is as sophisticated a listener and learner to understand that, of course, you're going to have mistakes and issues and bugs and problems. They're not in your business like you are to understand the reasons why and what you learned from it and how you evolved. So sometimes it could backfire. I do love the idea of sharing the mental and emotional journey of building a business, being honest about what it takes. And I do a lot of that in this podcast as I'm sharing my lessons. I also love sharing how things get done, how you can create things, how you can create systems for your business that work for you. I like sharing these things because I don't benefit By keeping it to myself, sharing it actually helps my audience. So sharing that part of the journey is always welcome in my book. Those who know me know I'm an automobile lover. Heck, my first job at 13 was washing cars at a car dealership. That's why I'm excited to tell you about the Range Rover Sport. It's the perfect combination of sporting luxury, intuitive technology, and performance. I mean, this thing is stunning inside and out. Here are some of my favorite things about the Range Rover Sport. It has this purposeful cockpit-like driving position. It really sets the tone for a focused interior that promotes an exhilarating drive that is super engaging. And it's super quiet in there because they have advanced cabin technologies such as active noise cancellation and cabin air purification, which offer new levels of comfort and refinement. One of the things that's really important to me is the actual driver's seat. The Range Rover Sport has an optional 22-way adjustable heated and ventilated electric memory front seats with massage function. But enough hearing about it. Design your Range Rover Sport at LandRoverUSA.com. You're great at managing your business, but are you great at managing your financial future? That's where Yahoo Finance comes in. When you need to be able to diversify your wealth, take your dividends from your business and invest in other types of investments, like the stock market, you're going to want to know what you're investing in. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. So if you want to read up about the businesses that are making moves so that you can make the right investments in the stock market, you're going to love what you find at Yahoo Finance. What I love about Yahoo Finance is that I can jump right in, spend a few minutes a day, read up about some great companies that will inform my decision on where to invest. And you can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com. The other thing you should consider is when you are open and building in public, you're going to be sharing honestly about yourself, about your business, about your ups and downs. You don't live alone. You don't live in this world alone, I mean. You have coworkers, You have co-founders. This sharing is also a reflection of them. What's happening and what you're saying and what you're sharing is a part of their life and sort of part of their journey. Often business and life intertwine. So maybe your partner in life, your family members may not be totally down with the fact that you're sharing everything in public. So my advice is to always speak about it. Talk to the people involved to let them know that this is what you're doing. Get their consent. Make sure that they're on board and never share something you don't feel comfortable with. If you're a follower of me, you know that I'm a bit of a private person when it comes to my personal life. I don't, you know, post vacation photos and my uh, Sunday brunch meal or parties I have or whatever it might be. I'm always mindful of the fact that what I share should be helpful and useful to other people. And I like the idea of having something that's just for me and my close loved ones. Something that we can just enjoy together without the world knowing about it. That's just my personal choice. Some people like sharing everything, and that's their personal choice. But just make sure that when you're sharing, and there's other people involved, that they are okay with it. Now, I do have to say, I follow a lot of creators that build in public on Twitter, and it really works. It really does help them grow their following. They inspire people. They help people along the way. They answer questions. And it gets people interested in what they're doing. Everybody loves to see how the chocolate bar is made in the factory like to pull back the current and see the Wizard of Oz in action. And for the most part, that makes great content. And if content marketing is a big part of your business marketing strategy, then you got endless content when you build in public. Because you can literally just switch on the camera and film what you're thinking, what you're going through, what you're experiencing. You can just document your day. And that is building in public because it's a part of your journey. But one of the biggest advantages of building a public is it holds you accountable. You're publicly saying you're doing something, publicly holding yourself accountable because people are watching you and seeing if you're actually going to pull off what you say you're going to do. And if you don't regularly report what's happening, people are going to be like, oh, this person is not really building a public or they're not really doing well. They're going to make assumptions. So, a lot of people build in public because they just want to be held accountable to the public. And it's very powerful, especially when you commit to a regular posting schedule. So, if these advantages seem right up your alley and work for you and your business and your lifestyle, then go for it. I always say you can experiment. You can say, hey, I'm going to build in public for six months and see how it goes for three months. And you can actually state this at the start on social. Hey, I'm going to try this build-a-public thing for three months, see how it goes, and then reevaluate. If I like it, I'm going to continue to do it. If not, I'll just stop. But I'll commit to the three months and see how it goes. Wish me luck. I'm a big believer in try before you buy or try before you commit. It's the best way to find out if it's the right thing for you. But commit for a period of time so you can give yourself a fair shake. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA. If you have a question for Q&A Wednesday, go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. I'll make sure to answer right here on this podcast, on this episode, Q&A Wednesday. Let me know if you want to be anonymous or just use your first name. Happy to do whatever you'd like. I'm also happy to answer your question and help others that have a similar question as you. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. Just remember, when you are posting on social media publicly, that stuff is easily found. You can do a Google search and see your latest tweets. That stuff doesn't go away easily. It's almost there permanently on the internet. There are ways to kind of tear that stuff down later on, but just be mindful that what you post is being broadcasted to the world. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll check you in Friday's episode. I'll see you then. Take care. infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremfya, including important safety information, at tremfya.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed tremphia cost support may be available.